Well, hello, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of Infamous Eternal Champions. I'm Jeremy, here with my most awesome co-hosts, Aaron and Kenny. Aaron, how are you today? Oh, top of the world, Jeremy. Thank you for asking. How are you? My God, if I were any better, something, 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 something. <laughs> Kenny, how are you? Uh, Pretty good. Tired, but good. Been working a lot lately, so... Working on painting those models? Uh... Yes. No. Hmm. You're a goddamn liar, sir. <laughs> no, I have not had time to paint models, but I, I'm getting there. Come on now. I've yeah. got I've got shoes painted on somebody now. I painted <laughs> Alan Deere's cloak. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ. I had two Man, things on um, my to-do list today. I got one of them done. So that's success, right? Uh, does one of them uh, paint all your models? Now, one of them was to organize my office. The other one was to organize judgment. Oh, we which got, one got done? We I got mean, the, we got the judgment done. <laughs> the important one. Yeah. When you, when you say organize judgment, like how much? Like what? What are you organizing by facial structure? By height? What are we talking about? No, here? no. I mean all of the uh, the tackle box that had all the stuff I used to play judgment. So I made a, oh, a tackle okay. box of various tokens and beads and everything. Uh, but now that we have our new uh, trackers in with the D10 dice, and I need small D6s. So I took my token tray and I basically threw it away and made a new one okay. with everything that I think I need to effectively play Judgment with all of my various tokens and accoutrements and tools. And then I had to go buy a second tackle tray for Perrin because apparently I only had one, and I'm tired of him just like stealing set of mine. So we each have our own now. <laughs> it only took okay. what, three months. <laughs> well, until we had these character trays, like it, we. We didn't know how we were going to track health and all that stuff. So I had a solution up until now, and now I have a permanent one going forward. Kenny, why don't you tell everyone about your your universal storage system? Uh, I believe it's called a brownie pan. Who, me? Yes, you! (laughs) That's gone. (laughs) I don't have that anymore. I've upgraded. I'm offended, sir. (laughs) What, you now have a cake pan? (laughs) No, it was a cake pan before. Some sort of lidded cake pan. (laughs) Hey, it had a lid. It worked perfectly fine, but no, I've I've upgraded. I'm you know what you've seen my setup. I'm now offended. You have the same setup I do. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Actually, it, mine's it's, better it's, than it's... yours. I have a bag. I I ordered oh, my bag. I have a bean. bag too. <laughs> I have a bag. I, I do have a bag. No, I've I've got oh uh, a 160 battle foam. I've got the what is that? I can't pronounce what that's called. Jukochi. Jukochi. Sure. Um, I've got that case, which I love, by the way. And I bought the extra um, trays to go with it so I can put Marvel on some of them and then Judgment on another. And I can just swap the trays out, however. Um, and I've got the bag. But no, I've, I have I love that case. Um, the 160 case has been really good to me as well. That's what I took the LVO. So. Mm-hmm. I'm offended, nice. though, that you didn't like the cake pan. That cake pan was awesome. It worked perfect. That is the um, quintessential full brownie pan that you had. Like, not half a box of brownie, but full uh, brownie. I st- add water, <laughs> add two eggs, a little bit of oil. I don't know Got where it. it's at now. But I'm I'm actually, I'm going to bust it out and bring it back. <laughs> I'm guessing your wife has it, and she's probably making things in it. Uh, no, I took it from her, and she was not happy. That was oh I got in God. trouble for that one because I got super glue in it, and as soon as I did, she goes, what did you do to my pan? And I just looked at her, and I'm like... That's not your pan anymore. 
<laughs> That's, oh boy. We'll have to go buy you a new pan. All right, so how goes the ultimate painting challenge, Kenny? I know you're going to get shit painted by Adepticon. Where are you at? Uh, like I said, I've got I've painted Marcus's sword and a shield. Um, I've painted Alan Deer's cloak, and uh, that's where we are from last time. That's the that's so far. Well, I oh, I don't want to disappoint. Cloak. I got Saiyan's little. Okay. What? You've got all of tens of people listening that would love it for you to complete anything at all. You're like, I painted the shoelaces on this model. I painted one eyeball. I painted a hand. I painted a left hand. What in the hell? I I know why you can't get this shit painted. You're like OCD everywhere, splashing paint on random things. Uh, Yeah. Um, I don't don't think anybody cares. I don't know if anybody cares what I'm doing. But... Now it's going to become a running joke Everybody's of like, quit. what body part did Kenny paint this week? Uh, uh, yeah, whose sword did you paint this week? Well, um, next week, I promise you, I'll have Alan Deere's bow completed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, it'll be, you know what? It'll I'm be just, done. I'm anticipating how amazing that could possibly be. Uh, I know uh, you've I've, been, um, I know Aaron's been running through his models like mad. How many, how many are you up to now? Total of seven. We'll probably be those eight. are your characters, the heroes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I really wanted so to get my your monsters. My monsters knocked out because you play with them every game. Um, yeah. I <clears throat> we lost them. He was busy painting and just threw it loose. Okay, Aaron, go. <laughs> so I uh, calculated all of the monsters that I have painted. How many monsters do you mm-hmm. think I have painted? Sixty-four. How many of my monsters? Oh, your monsters? Yes. Personal monsters do I own? Six. Uh, That's probably more than that, because you've got the two demons. Twelve. If you... Oh, it's it's probably fifteen. Okay, it's sixteen. I have sixteen monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So, I went and painted all of them first, so they're done. Uh, and now I'm, I finally got to, to crack on with my heroes. I had three heroes painted from earlier. Uh, I added four over the past two days. I decided to paint all of my orcs, so I'll go with the theme. So all of my orcs and orc adjacent, that being Skull, he is the next model to be done. Then I really have to think about what I want to take to Adepticon. Yeah. Because I I, I, uh, will have 14 more models painted between now and Adepticon, and I'm not sure what I want to take. (laughs) I wish I had that. Well, it's easy. So I I have a spreadsheet. Every day I go to the game shop, I paint zero models. And every day I don't go to the game shop, I paint two models. I will be done by, checks notes, uh, April 12th. You've got a date. I can't, hold on. I'm going to take a screenshot (laughs) of you. You know what? I love you. (laughs) Every time something comes up, I'm like, Aaron's got a spreadsheet guaranteed. Let's ask Aaron. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Aaron can uh, tell you every model. He can also tell you who owes him more than thirteen cents. Yep, it's all on a spreadsheet, like everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because every so often I'll ask Aaron, "Do I owe you any money?" Nope. <laughs> I was like, okay, just pull it up. <laughs> yep, there it is. In the He's podcast got it on a channel. <laughs> <laughs> there, there yeah. are times where I'm like, I think I might owe Aaron money, and I'll ask him. <laughs> he pulls out his notebook. Nope, you're paid. <laughs> that is your. Oh my. Dude. Yeah, it's intense. If I don't have a spreadsheet, I don't know what I'm going to do when I wake up in the morning. It's a problem. 
That's the, that's a retired um, A level problem. I gotta tell you, it is. It's it's yeah, pain in the ass. So. And I must really right. live my life by chaos because I don't plan <laughs> fucking anything. I'm pretty sure you're more normal than I am, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, just, I think there's probably a, a middle ground. Um, I'm I'm not claiming to be in it, but there is a middle ground. Um, all right, so I'm gonna tell you what has enraged me painting wise this week. Mm, please. So do. we went through all of the store terrain. Yep. We looked at what we need. I went through all of the maps. I marked them all, made them so we can easily put things together. Yes. And then I came home. I pulled out all of my mushroom terrain. Do you know how much extra shit I have? I can build every map. And I also have tons of extra shit now that I painted and went through that whole struggle for nothing. <laughs> I hate it. I'm so irritated. And not only that. I'm also missing uh, one thing to complete the entire set now because there's something that I don't have. Oh, and I also have a giant extra seven hex that isn't on any of the maps because every map has only one or less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's real frustrating. Like, I'm a completionist and that's it. I don't, <laughs> need, extra, I don't yeah. need more. I'm exactly a completionist. If there's 10,000, I'll do 10,000. If I do 10,001, <laughs> I've wasted my entire time on this whole project. <laughs> like it's so frustrating maybe if you had a spreadsheet you'd have known this information uh there was no spreadsheet <laughs> until pretty recently when they updated all that stuff so whatever um all right so we had a tournament recently and i believe we all played games heck yeah we did we all played against each other didn't we i did not play mr jeremy oh, okay okay um yeah because then one of us would have a winning record or at least a win spoiler alert Kenny, tell us how winners do. How did your games go? Um, really well. I I was a winner. Uh, I played. I played you first, right? I can't remember the order. Yes, sir. Yeah, you and I played a game that was a, one of another slog fest. We tend to play silly little slog six to seven hour games. games. <laughs> yeah, it was um, like Mark One Forty K. Takes two hours just yeah, to set up, and then three days in a garage. Pretty pretty much because because I. You were playing Gruul, and I I banned your Gendrus, and you were already, like, dialed up to 11 with, like, ah, I wanted a player. And you're like, ah, nope. Just don't even bother putting her out. Um, yeah. But we, we played a slog. Um, just things just didn't go really right for you. Like, dice were not – I don't remember them being, like, awful, but they just, like – it just nothing was ever like exceptional. Like everything was just like no. average to below average, and you never really got out of it. Where I would get dice spikes, and you just didn't. It was just very mundane. Yeah, I, I landed. For you. There was two moments where I put two of your models on one health, and I just couldn't kill them, and yeah. they just left, and then healed them pretty much halfway or to full, and put them at your effigy. Like I had several moments where it was getting better for me, and you just snatched it away. Yeah. Like it was the we call that the MCP special, right? Leaving a model on one. Uh, <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Yeah, that did happen. Um, and it, yeah, like I said, I remember it happening twice. Now that now that you mention it, and I was just able to to heal. Like I think once was on Brock, who was level two, and then I just did a ring of teleportation. Uh, that I mm -hmm. I think that you just didn't realize I had, uh, and he dipped out. So. But I yeah, refuse that was... to acknowledge anything that's good about your models. So whatever they have, I don't care. Uh, well, I mean, 
That's, that's <laughs> any other moments of uh, any other moments of note for the tournament aside from winning all your games? Congrats on that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Aaron and I also had a really good close game. Uh, I got to I got to live the dream. Well, kind of, sort of live the dream with Saiyan when Nias had what three souls, and I got to do the the super attack where I'm doing five five damage glancing with <laughs> Saiyan. Yep. That's so silly. Uh, yeah, well, don't, don't worry, because her comeuppance came due, because she was standing too close to a monster, <laughs> because I wasn't paying attention, and I had, uh, this was the only time, I think, all day, where I, like, really, like, got really mad at myself, and I just cussed myself out, the side of, like, by the table, because I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. a dumbass, and then here comes the monster, it's like, oh, he rolled, like, a four to walk twice, and, like, oh, and then he punched her, knocked her down, I'm like, oh, my, my agility five elf of course, gets knocked down and then punched into the dirt. Uh, that was not fun, but I was still able to to pull that game out. Cool, Aaron. Uh, in your games, do you have anything notable? Um, kind of. I don't want to admit it though. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically like you got bitch slapped by a my, Saiyan. My own opinion. I threw both the games, and by throwing them, I meant I uh <laughs> I uh. I just made decisions that you should not make when you are uh, a quote-unquote good gamer trying to win a game of uh, whatever game you're playing. Uh, my first game, I decided that I was going to uh, grant myself four action points so I could charge and then recall away. Uh, my opponent decided that that was uh, an illegal amount of action points to have <laughs> and wouldn't let me do it. Uh, this is the second time I've done that in a row, once online and once in person, oh. and I don't know what's going on in my head. But bottom line, I just handed him a soul. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll just end my activation in front of your entire team. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Newsflash, it wasn't. Uh, and I ended wow. up losing that one. Uh, my opinion, specifically because I just handed him the soul. Uh, and then okay. into Kenny, Saiyan got to live the dream into Nias because someone just decided not to take their Nias with three souls and recall for one in Krognar. Uh, it was just a moronic decision that I made. Uh, no, I just, you used the effigy power, right? Yeah, I, I used the effigy to get her up there, yeah. but she uh, attacked a monster twice, and then with her third action, chose oh, to heal yeah. Lugdrug. That's right. And That's then right. she got murdered, because she activated early in the turn. I knew you had Zane. It wasn't like you were like, aha, and I was like, ooh, didn't see that coming. I was just like playing both... Excuse me, both games with my head up my rectum. It was just bad. <laughs> Not to take away from the, the play of my opponents, right? They, uh, But the problem with this game, hmm, let me rephrase that. Uh, it's not a problem with the game. But if you are playing against a competent opponent and you make a serious mistake, I think it's really hard to come back from. Yes, um, I agree with that. And so I, I did make one of each of those mistakes in those two games and got severely punished for it. So, not that my opponents did not play well. They clearly did, took advantage of it, and they won the games. But I really think that from my perspective, what really ended up losing me those games was just those two completely bonehead moves. So, that's fine. That's uh, fair. I, I'm achieving my, my goal of a modicum of humility in February. <laughs> is that what February is all about for you? <laughs> that, that is. Some people have Lent. Because... I, I'm just going to give up winning. Yeah. <laughs> for one month. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's true, but okay. We'll see what happens. It's this like weekend. that scene. 
it's like that scene in Maverick, the movie, if you've seen that, where he's like, I bet you'll like me to play because I'm going to lose every hand for the first hour. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he starts winning again. He's like, I only promised you one hour. Yeah, we get one month. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with that. I, I had a really bad move. And I think, was it against you, Kenny, who I, I charged my Donnie right up the middle and I didn't uh, put on stone hand, uh, stone form? And I decided to swing again for no stupid ass reason. Yeah, um, yeah, that was you ran him right. Yeah, up and I gave street. you Donnie for free. And you, uh, that was so bad. Yeah, you rolled, and your roll was bad. And then you just go, okay, and you yep. picked up, and you rolled again. I'm like, what? And I tried to stop you. <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, you want to back it up? You're like, I already rolled dice. I'm like, all right, man, I Fuck get it. it. I, I say the same Fuck thing. All right, when once dice are rolled, I will not pick them back up. Yeah, uh, we're doing it live. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no matter how detrimental it is to me as a player, I will not pick up dice that I re- that I rolled. Uh, I dice are on the table. Won't. Yeah, dice are on the table. Uh, I, I rolled it. It's you know, yeah. That's truly like my best way to learn, and it sucks that I have to get pissed at myself, but I usually won't do something like that twice. Um, so my games, yeah, I had the uh, the game against Kenny, very very long game. That game probably could have lasted. 14 to 18 hours. Um, but he did get me. It was a slow grind. Too much healing. I couldn't get through it. Uh, the next game I was playing Jason, um, which was a hilarious game because I thought I was doing great. I was feeling so good about it. Like I had two souls. He maybe had one. Like we're going back and forth and I felt like I was gaining ground. And then I realized he put um, Thorgar and... Um, the, um, the Manitar with Reach on my effigy. And I was like, wait a second, you son of a bitch. And then the next turn, he just opens up and beats the shit out of effigy and like knocks it down 15 points of health. I was like, oh no. (laughs) So I just lost. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) I Uh, I I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Cause I want to shout out my game against Jason as well. I, I, we, we started off and, uh, he, Kind of made a mistake, but he, I mean, dice kind of was bad for him against the Terra because that's what we had. Yeah. And the Terra picked up his Yorgoth and decided to hurl and punched it. And yeah. the way he charged it, because, and I would have done the probably almost the exact same thing. The way he charged it was it threw him back towards a Vujasha. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, oh this is so <laughs> bad. I looked at him like, this is so bad. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, Jason's got that. Just oh. kind of like, yeah, what it is, what it is. And then it proceeded to like those two monsters proceeded to like just push his shit in on that side. But then on the other Ugh. side of the table, his Zavera ends up like a turn two turns later with three souls standing us to uh, full health Don Regard. I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing there and I'm like, yeah. I've got three souls. He's got three souls. He's in position to get another soul next turn, and I'm out of position. How am I losing? About ready to lose this game? That monster killed two models of his and kept them down. And they were walking towards his yep. effigy slowly. I'm like, I, and I ended up pulling it out, pulling the game out. But I couldn't believe it. Like, I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention. Uh, yeah. But at one point, his Zavera ran up in between two of my models that were start were standing on a soul pit with a soul on it. And he's like, well, I need a. I think it was three models. He's like, I need a nine. Rolls a ten. And just walks off. I'm like. All right, like that huh. just happened. <laughs> it's like, yep. but he was like so lackadaisical about it. He just walked up, did it, and he like like it was just normal. Like, oh, how do you deny? And rolled rolled ten. I got the soul, just picked it up. I'm like, 
All right. I guess we're not going to acknowledge yep. that. <laughs> I love playing Jason, though, because, like, yep. Jason just does, like, bad things happen, and he'll just feel like, oh, and then he'll turn to the other part of the table. Well, I'm going to do this over here and win this side of the table. And I'm like, what? What? Oh, my God. I ended up playing Richard for my last game, um, and then that was the game where uh, my mental bandwidth was at zero after these two losses, and I proceeded to just run everything forward. Uh, and I almost took him out, like, but I gave him a Drogoth pretty early. Uh, he just started chopping away and got a little bit ahead of me, and I just let him. Um, I just didn't have the energy to do it again. Uh, he just those two games were a little much. The first one especially that was just such a long ass game. Um, did you guys play any other games? since then uh i played my league game uh that was also against richard where i had it was really bad dice and it's and i was in the same thing like i was just tired i'd worked that had a tough work day and he had to play late so you know how i am like anything after like seven eight o'clock i start to like spiral down yeah um because i get up so early uh and i got to a point where i'm just like i'm done like we're good it was four one I'm like, you can record it. I'm done. I'm going. I'm going to bed. And I just like kind of just left. <laughs> I was just like, uh, you just logged off. <laughs> I was so tired. I was just like, it was such a bad game. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Oh, that happened. Mm-hmm. All right. And then and then something else happened. I'm like, okay. And then the final final thing happened. I think he did like 15 damage with one activation with Astariel to Barnascus and killed him. And I'm like, that's good. I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's enough. Like, I've, uh, that's, a, that's that's a, that's enough. I'm like I'm gonna go to bed. Can you record it? Yeah, I'm going to bed. I'm just gone. Uh, gotcha. And, and I mean that happens. Those are games that happen, right? You just yep. get you just get boat raced, and you're just like, well, we don't need to finish this. Twenty more minutes it, is not gonna matter. Yep, I hear you. <laughs> is that all the games you played, Aaron? Uh, I also played my league game against Corey. Uh, yeah. Corey decided to continue uh, his streak of handing me my ass on a platter oh god <laughs> i mean i don't know what my dice were really what is really what bad is he early. playing uh he ended up playing krognar okay. uh with so this was interesting so i'm playing my Bruelen list and uh he decides to ban zim <laughs> which is probably like the most unbruelen person to have in my war band he's just like get rid of that person yeah. so i got to play with Kroll and thorgar and zanya and everyone uh, but it's because he oh. had Piper and Nias at Ad six, and he uh-huh. didn't want me freezing them. So it was actually a really good ban, right? Because I was looking forward to playing Zim and freezing <laughs> his ass. And he was like, "What if you didn't?" Um, mm. No, this was a game where the dice just went against me super, super hard early. Like, didn't get the monster kill on people I needed it to, uh, and by that I mean Zanya rolled five blanks. Um, after okay. Thorgar already did six damage to the Bujasha, she's just like, how, if I, how about, how about if I nope you boss? I was like, oh, well, good thing your bloodlust have another attack. How about if I nope you again? Like, oh, that's fine. I've got a stick. Mm. So he's supposed to go to the center shrine, but instead he'll take care of the Bujasha. Uh, and he, he gets a single hit. So he kills her, but is just sitting there. And then Barnascus is like, what if I just, uh, like open up on your ass? And of course he does. Um, like, if I had one combat maneuver, i push back, I'm on the shrine, he gets three less fate, and if he wants to go with Barnascus, he's shooting into cover. Like, there's just lots of really yeah. 
small dice things that could have helped. And then I just got frustrated and I sent, I sent Brock into his team to, to make sure I, it kept him busy. And, uh, he did keep him busy by <laughs> giving him the soul. Um, well, that's, that'll do it. Yeah. So combination of, uh, uh, bad dice and uh, some slightly below average decisions on my part and some not below average decisions on his part. He just played a really solid game and uh, he played, played to his outs really well and, and, and took it down. Cool. I missed four soul harvest in a row. Ugh. They were all on nine. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. They were all on nine. <laughs> I didn't really yeah. care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine were better than that. But yeah, yeah. I needed a six and got a four and then rolled again and got another four. Yeah. Uh,. So yeah. I think you you expect to have bad dice at some point in any, any of your games, right? You're going to have a seven dice charge that does not crit, right? You're going to fail a rollable five for a soul harvest, for instance. Uh, mm-hmm. And that might come at the end of the game in a key moment. And you would think that's game defining. But in my opinion, it's whatever. You're going to have some bad dice. But when your dice are just overwhelmingly bad, then okay, you'll lose the game as you should. It is a dice game. Uh, you just have to think back to were the decisions I made correct in the time, um, and then and then take that as your learning point. Yeah, I think I'm starting to remember because, like, initially, like we we come from a heavy, heavy dice game of um, like MCP, where dice are just can go way over the top. And in my mind, I was like, oh, judgment will mitigate that or fix that. Well, it's still a dice game. There's still dice involved, and yep. and that's something that that we all need to remember. If I don't get a crit on three dice every time, it's that's the dice's fault. That is not well, my fault. Just play Clearly. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a tournament that you would like to pimp, Aaron? Uh, I'm going to pimp two tournaments, Jeremy. Um, oh, shit. Here the we first go. one, on behalf of Creaturecaster, they just announced they would like to run a tournament at... See if I can find where it's where it's going to be at. Uh, it's in Edmonton da, 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 da. on the 14th of June, I believe. You can go into the Judgment Channel or Discord and find the details. Anyway, uh, Peter just posted if there's enough interest, they would like to run a tournament. So if you're interested, uh, fill out the form he has. Second one I would like to pimp is uh, our tournament on the 27th of April. It will be an LVO qualifier. Uh, a ranked tournament will be fives and using the veto format uh, in Kansas City. Uh, if you're interested, uh, throw us a note or join our Discord, uh, but it'll be at the Geekery on the 27th of April. Yes. Did we get anything finalized for uh, Show Me Showdown? Nope. Uh, I heard that judgment was approved, but I still need to work with the actual tournament for the logistics. Cool. The the plan is uh, to have a ranked qualifier on Sunday, the fourth of August. If there's anything I can help with, let me know. But I'm sure that there's not, so that's why I'm offering. Mm-hmm. I know you are. We're gonna need to <laughs> you could like that. We're gonna need to make sure that you get some things painted for us, if you don't mind. Uh, is painting? Is there gonna be a painting requirement? Uh, for you, will yes. it make you upset if there is? Um. Let's say no, because August is a long way away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a future Kenny Do problem. Have... That's not a current Kenny problem. Do you have a spreadsheet? Because that'll help. Ooh, I'll make a spreadsheet. So I would like no to actually... Yet. Aaron makes him a spreadsheet. I would love to add, let's say, plus one to your uh, going first die roll if you're playing fully painted. Get out of here with that. Why? Because no. 
It's not required, <laughs> but... You're a coward. You are a coward, sir. Mm. I think it's cowardly to require painting or I get or you get a plus one on a die roll. That's cowardly. Have you ever played in a 40k tournament? Yeah, uh, They get yes. bonuses for anything. Oh, I know. I've told you about Was my 40k stories. Was your opponent nice? Did you buy a beer for your friend? <laughs> Are you uh, wearing did you, the colors green? Did you cheat in the finals and your opponent lose his shit after a judge came over and said, ah, you've been playing this way all day, it's fine? <laughs> no, I wanted a rubber band. Alright, let's move ball. on. We're not going to hate other games. <laughs> I opened something I shouldn't have. You should have, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, now I'm triggered. <laughs> my temperature jumped. Okay, so on on an actual note, did we get an official ruling on what template we're supposed to use for Gendrus? Define official. Um, we could look it up on a forum, and it's one of the creators will tell us. <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm going to say no. So okay. the nuanced answer is yes. It is in the rules questions uh, channel of the Judgment Discord. Uh, okay. Here's why I don't like using that channel for anything other than like rule checks. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if there's a question, yeah. then it needs to be posted there. And if it's not, exp- I guess I like the rules questions to explain some of the rules that are already exist and they can reference the FAQ or the errata or Hall of Eternal Champions or the rule book. Like that's, in my opinion, if there's a rule, it needs to exist on Hall of Eternal Champions. Or the rule book, period, dot. So the fact that this doesn't exist there means I think it's a failure. Like, they should have it in one of those two places. Um, on the other hand, people will tell you, yes, it's the 4-hex. But that's the only place you can find it. So, uh, and the reason I don't like it is because if you go back, I had an, I had a question and someone referenced, it, again, another ruling from, like, 2021. I'm like, uh, okay, got it. Uh, like, two... Yeah. Two posts above that, they were talking about monster levels and like Vujasha is a level four at that point. Like when they were doing some mm-hmm. testing with her, so there's no version control to a post on a rules question forum, if that makes sense. Uh, and I say forum in the channel, in the rules questions channel, uh, it's great for someone has a question they ask to get an answer. It's not great for yep. the actual rule doesn't exist and we need clarification for it. That's the wrong place to provide official clarification, in my opinion. So there's the the long answer, is it exists in there, and I wish it wouldn't. Did we find the answer? I I believe we did. I'm just um, asking this for clarification on the cast. Um, If you spend Fate, does that get rid of uh, Brulen EP? Ooh, this was kind of spicy. I have to actually go look at it now. I uh, believe it does. I think it was. I Guns believe it does. And just uh, said, no, it does. So, so that initially everyone was like, it should, but it doesn't. And then Guns piped up. He's like, it does. <laughs> like, what? It does. <laughs> so this is actually what I do like. So I think you can use this forum to, as the dev, come in and be like, I understand the wording's bad. Use this ruling. And at the next update, we'll get it fixed. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine with me. Like, you don't have to go in and errata it right now. Um, but I shouldn't be referencing something more than six months old in this forum. Um, so, yes. So, so for right now, that did get clarified by the devs to say it will disrupt the Bruel and EP. And not everybody uses cool. Discord, right? So that's kind of part of it. Um, we've got people in Kansas City Planet that are not on the Discord, right? Right. So, which is why, as, as the company, you can point to Hall of Eternal Champions that yes. has everything, including the most up to date rulebook. 
So yes. you only have mm-hmm. to keep one place updated. You don't have to go back and, um, you know, if they make a change in a ruling, which they did for, like, how many artifacts can you hand off at once? It used to be unlimited. Now it's one. Like, okay. I can go back and find both threads, like, yeah. depending on which one I wanted to support my, my argument. Did they go back? Did they line through the old one? I don't think so. But again, I'm not going to check. I just don't use the uh, Discord for official form or official rulings. How about that? Unless what Guns just did, right? Here's the official ruling. We'll get it updated at the next errata. That gets a thumbs yeah. up from me. That, that I get a thumbs up on that as well. Yep. I think it's crazy how fast, because we'll be in the middle of a game and something will come up and then like one of you or, or whoever will just type it in the question. And by the time we get the dice in our hand, there's already an answer on the forums. These guys are hawks, man. <laughs> yeah. And that's what, it, that's what it should be there for. Like that channel should be for, hey, I have this mm-hmm. question or I don't understand this aspect. Did I, do I understand this interaction correctly? Um, anyway, mm-hmm. strongly support the existence of that channel. Did we have anything else that needs to be errated or updated that we might have said that got called out? I don't remember. I don't remember. I know nobody messaged me. Nobody <laughs> said, hey, dumbass. It's this. So thank you for that. Nobody okay. nobody bothered me. Um. Okay. Well, part of this podcast, our main idea here is to discuss um, these characters one at a time. Um, in the promise that I gave... To do avatars, we are going to do another one. It's one that I find to be the most frustrating fucking one in the whole game, as far as I'm considering. Um, It basically passes out um, free souls to my opponent. Um, His name is Fazil, and I have no idea how to drive this F1 race car. (laughs) I just take it straight off the bridge. It explodes and lights on fire. Like, I I don't know how to use it. So... Who has it pulled up and ready to explain to me what the fuck is going on? I just wanted before we go there, it's my favorite model. I hate you. <laughs> I love the zeal. But yeah, he is the undead death knight that I love. He's what got me into the He's game. He's a beautiful model. Yes. Beautiful model. I'll give him that. Yes. Okay, I'll walk I through. Mean, I w- go ahead. Start, Aaron. Tell me about him. So move three, seven melee. Uh, add four, zero res. So harvest of four, which only halfway matters because he's undead. Uh, 15, 16, 18 health, and only in Tomas because he's an avatar. Uh, so right off the bat, mm-hmm. we got a four, zero defensive stat line with 15 health. Screams relatively fragile to me. Uh, he's yes. got uh, dash, honor, mounted, and undead. So the combination of dash and mounted uh, means that move three is more like move a billion. It's not quite Piper uh, levels of movement, <laughs> but... He doesn't get plus one movement on on mounted. He gets plus one die, oh, plus you're right. one damage. I'm thinking of so, Zanya with her level two. You're right. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't get all that. He he gets now. He gets better movement when he pops his effigy power. But we can get into that later. But yeah, sure. Uh, undead is the big thing that Jeremy doesn't like, which which makes sense. Uh, looking at his weapon, uh, you've got a one cost reach one two three five stat line, and that tells me that his job is to be in the thick of things. Right, two, three, five is the classic bruiser stat line, as long as you don't have mm-hmm. dual wield. Uh, so that tells me he, right off the bat, uh, he is supposed to be uh, beating stuff up, and then how well he does that will be defined by his actual maneuvers. Uh, he's got three of them to begin with. One is a combat maneuver for his weapon, uh, Affliction, which takes two combat maneuvers. Uh, damaged enemy suffers poison or cursed active player chooses. I love it. Okay. 
then he has uh, the love and hate decapitation. Costs uh, a J and S and a fate. Enemy damage by Blightbringer attack takes the same amount of damage they just took in true damage. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's known as a lot. Mm. <laughs> it can be. It can also be meh. 12. <laughs> 13. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's like more than that. It depends. It can be very, very good. It can also be like, oh, I get a J aside. I do a glance for three. I charged you for four. And then you're spending all of and you're spending a fate and you had and you get that dice roll to do another four in true damage. It's good, but I don't I mean I don't see it as it can it's the the extra side is what kinda averages out, except for when again, when you pop the effigy power, which we can get into. Okay. So without the effigy power, what do you need to reach your maximum decap potential, Jack Kenny? Uh you need uh, a crit with two J's and a fate. Okay, well, fate makes sense. Okay, so you need two J's to be able to crit because you can't crit and get the S unless you've got the other J. Correct. So that makes sense. So you're looking for a double J. Um, I could do some random math in my head, but it tells me that even on seven dice, I'm looking at less than 50% odd to get a double J. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're looking to live the dream and decap someone for, you know, five times two, ten. Or in Magical Christmas Land, we have a hunter's knife, and we are within two of Bastion with heroism, and we're going to crit for eight, and then, you know, decap for 16, and just one-shot some model. Um, how often do we get to live... because you're mounted. Oh, there you go. See? Uh, how often do you get to, to live that? <laughs> never, because why would you take Bastion with Fazil? Okay, well, just in general, maybe <laughs> you're mounted, you want to crit for six, do 12. All right. Um, the chances of that actually happening... Uh, I don't know. Low. Six. 20% Six. maybe. Okay. 11%. <laughs> One billion percent. I only ask because I actually don't. That's not even a number. I'm not sure I've actually ever played Fazil. I've played against it a couple times, but I've never actually played Fazil. I'm bringing him back. Okay. Uh, he other has uh, one of the level one active ability called Pestilence. Enemies within four hexes uh, and suffering poison or curse now suffer Pestilence. D3 true damage, and a minus one penalty to melee magic or ranged agility and soul harvest attributes uh, that stacks with other things like poison. So you can use Fazil to decap people and make them dead, or you can mm-hmm. use Fazil to afflict them with poison and then pestilence, and all of a sudden now they are minus two uh, to all of their effective stats, right? Seems pretty good. Have you ever yep. used pestilence combined with affliction, either of you? Oh. All the time. Nope. Okay, Kenny, is it worthwhile? Uh, situationally, yes. Most of the time, also yes. It is... Uh, what I was doing with Vazil a lot, which what I discovered early, because like I said, I played him when we first started playing the game, is he is a... His class is an assassin controller, which is exactly what he is. He's an assassin. He scalpels models out. Uh, if you put a model out on a flank, and... Uh, it's not that protected, or if you've got a model that's kind of up front, uh, he can get enough dice to pull that model out um, and displace the model if you haven't already done it, and then he can throw poison on it. Or if you're playing in in Tomas, you've got Rakir, and I think there's, what, Mizuzi can poison? Mm-hmm. You've got poison options. So you throw a poison out there so that he doesn't even have to do that. You run up and pestilence somebody. Um, the rest of your team can then just beat on that model. So just imagine like a Zanja. 
that's been poisoned in pestilence, and she's negative two to everything. Um, her her super melee stat goes for yeah goes from what eight to six when she tries to punch somebody. That's yep. a lot. That's 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 quite a bit. Um, I think it's great. It it doesn't cost an AP and a fate, which when I first time I saw it, I'm like mm, maybe it maybe it should. Uh, but again, he's an avatar. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, pestilence is great in my opinion. It's it's a great stat or a great active ability. Okay, let's talk some more specifically about his level one abilities on our rating scale. Uh, before we do that, I want to point out we caught some flack about giving Gendrus a little bit too low of a rating for find a path last cast, which is fine. We can be wrong, but the only point I want to make is this is more or less a bell curve. So five to six should be average, meaning half of the models that I rate are going to be below a five or a six. That doesn't mean they're actively bad. They are only relatively bad in comparison to all of the other great abilities in this game. So that's how I'm rating. It's not on an absolute scale, but rather on a, on a relative scale to the other abilities that exist in the game. Uh, yeah, I try. I think I try to do that. It's like abilities that I'm like, yeah, it's okay. It's anywhere between a four and a six, depending on you know what I kind of feel like. Anything that I feel is lower than that is just something that I'm like, eh. It's when it's when it starts being redundant, and I feel like some of her stuff is kind of redundant. That's where I start to be like, well, it's lower for me. But, okay. Yeah. So how do we like these these maneuvers on Fuzil? First affliction. What are your thoughts, Jeremy? <clears throat> um. So getting that one off is a little tough. Um. I think I. It's hard to talk about this model without talking about the EP the the EP turn. Um. But. It's it's excellent. Anything that gives poison is great, um, and he basically uses poison for his other abilities, so it's awesome. Um, and it doesn't cost anything; it just kind of happens if you get to pull it off. So I think it's good. Number rating? Oh, we're doing ratings already. Yeah, I thought we waited at the end. Well, I just want to do them as we go, we as opposed to, to go back to them all again. Okay, well, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, affliction for a number rating. Um, because it pretty much goes off easy during the turn he really wants it, and it is very effective for what he does. Um, five. Kenny? Uh, I think Affliction is great. It's two sides, which a lot of the combat maneuvers that you see out there are all, or a lot of them are two sides. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's any harder than the others. What I really like about this one is that it does poison or curse. So if a model is immune to curse, you can give it poison. Isabel, for example. If a model is immune to poison, um, which is like Naya says she, I think she's immune to poison, you mm-hmm. can give her curse. Yes. Um, so that you can still get your your pestilence. You can still do, there's still value there. Um, so I rated a little bit higher than some of the other combat maneuvers that give out conditions because it can do one or the other. So I give it, I'm going to give it a six. Okay. I also have it at a six. Decap. Ooh. Hmm. Um, this one's this one is a hot trigger. Um, God damn, it's hard to get off, but this is definitely his signature item. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, it. I would give it. I would. I'm gonna give it a seven as well. It would be higher for me um, if it just had like two sides and a fate but then maybe it might be too good but at the same time combat maneuvers are not easy to come by either um 
so I'm I'm gonna be at a seven because there's there's many times where I've played a game where I don't get it at all, and there's other times where I get it, but I I am only getting a glance or or a solid. You almost never get the credit, and maybe it's because if you got the credit, it'd be just too strong. Um, mm-hmm. but you can get it to a crit on an EP turn, uh, which makes me almost kind of want to put it higher. But it's all predicated on that one EP turn, which can be, I mean, that can be backbreaking for your opponent. But I mean, that's like included in maybe his own, you know, ability. That the EP turn, like when he gets turned on, I, we could actually rate that part too. Oh god, yeah, because that boosted up to like an eight, <laughs> maybe a nine. That's separate. <laughs> his EP turn just Tomas's EP turn can be just insane. It can be brutal. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven as well. Uh, I again, not having played him, I wonder. But having watched you play him a lot uh, and see you get very frustrated, expecting him to just explode the world turn after turn because he is an assassin and he's got this great ability, um, but it either ex- you know hits for four damage or doesn't hit at all. Um, like if you're playing him for decap, I wonder are you playing him for the wrong reasons? Like would he be better off as a controller, as you talked about? Let's just afflict people, put out some poison you know, snipe people on a flank. Uh, and then if I get a decap, yay, life is great. As opposed to mm-hmm. shooting for the decap and having that as the, the hope dream slash quasi expectation. Um, I don't know, but I would be intrigued to play him without kind of counting on that. Okay. Uh, last active ability, pestilence, Jeremy. Uh, I think pestilence is like, the problem is, is it takes poison and curse, right? Like, so you can't just walk out and just start pestilencing. Like so, like dropping the bell, like on Kura, like those are just like nasty things that can happen. Like you actually have to be afflicted with something, and it costs a fate. Um, I'm going to put this as uh, five. Kenny, um, if it didn't require a poison or a curse, I'd have it at probably an eight. Um, but since yep. it does, I I think I'm at a yeah, I'm at a seven. Um, because there are a lot of models in Tomas, because we're talking about this specifically in Tomas, but you can build a pretty effective warband that's going to be good at handing out Poison and Curse. Um, the D3 true damage and the negative penalty on all of their stats is huge. I mean, it, it is something that I it can be understated. And you can go into games with, with the... Because I've, I've done it. I've gone to, I've, I learned not to rely on decapitation, but to rely more on... I'm taking sticks and fazil and rakir or sticks fazil and mizuzi and i'm trying to hand out poison or curse um with one of those models so fazil can come in and just drop that on them uh the pestilence on them without having to get the the two sides um so i'm a little higher on it than jeremy is okay uh i think i'm gonna come down more towards you uh we're gonna give it a six though i think to really make it a nine which is where i think it could be you, you have to actually plan your whole warband around it, which is what you're talking about. And I really think if he's able to walk up and pestilence three people, uh, that's a nine, uh, like right there. Uh, super, super good. Uh, they can't just shake it. And by shake it, I mean cleanse. They can't cleanse it off. They, they'd have to use, um, for instance, sticks, sticks as nullify. Um, I believe Nias has a way to get rid of a token. Um, but there's not a lot of ways to get rid of tokens. So... If you're just using it on one person, it's good, but it is a fate. 
right? And uh, uh-huh. But if you're able to get it off on two to three, I think it's a super amazing and would love to build a, a list around that. Yeah, because it is four hexes and it's enemies. So if people are quite, like, wondering what we're talking about, it's multiple enemies. So if I'm building my warband around it, um, or at least most of my warband around Poison and Curse, and then using him to come up and do that, um, it is multiple models that are going to be taking the Pestilence. Okay, his level two, once he gets leveled up here, is Bloodthirst. His leech ability can temporarily raise his base health by up to five hit points. The base health limit returns to normal when he dies. So it is in essence, I, I view this as more of a, a temp health shield, but it is actually raising his base base health. Uh, Kenny is the one who has played this model probably the most. What are your thoughts on Bloodthirst? Uh, I love it. It's it, this is a reason why I would take him to level two because we talked about he's uh, agility four, res zero, uh, fifteen health. When he gets to level two, he's sixteen health. When you start beating on people, he can get up to uh, twenty one health. When he goes to level three, he can get up to twenty three health. Um, this this is why, like this is a major reason why I level him up because then he just gets the brute force of the hit points. Which can be just as good as res, right? If you're smacking me and I've got 23 hit points uh, or 23 wounds, I mean, you, you hit me and do 14 health. Well, now I'm down to 10. I'm still alive, and you used an, you know a, an activation and a half to bring me down that far. Um, plus, as he continues to to because he, he has leech, so as he continues to to punch people, he's just getting that health back. Um, you can couple that with, I don't know if we want to talk about it now, but diamond armor, and then it gets res one that can't be reduced. And then he starts to, if you're playing him as that flanker on the outside, kind of dancing around and pulling models out and you're taking, you're using your sides not to put poison on, but to displace models, he can start becoming a a problem for people. And it's because he has that giant health pool. Mm -hmm. Jeremy. Of the things he has, I think that this is one of his uh, his special, like, awesome things. Um, this is a defining thing. This is probably, it, to me, this is more important than cutting people's heads off and poisoning people. His ability to really have a large health pool um, and then combine that with leech and all. it, it That's really solid. Uh, I think it pairs very well with his, his shtick. Like, uh, I'm going to play Fazil. I'm going to get to level two. I am just going to see how much I can buzz throw, buzz saw through your team, right? Overhealing, if you will, uh, to make it harder to kill and just doing that turn after turn until you deal with me. And did I collect more souls than I gave? Uh, I really like that kind of as, as a play pattern. Uh, he is very uh, reined in with his initial 4-0 stat line with 15 health. Uh, so the fact that you can give him diamond, diamond armor and this, I think, puts him to a place where you can just play him super aggressively. However, he's not unkillable. Uh, so there's, you know, he's not immortal. Um, I've absolutely killed my fair share of your fazils. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really like this unique innate ability from a thematic standpoint. And I also agree it is an absolute reason to level him. But it's not... I'm not so sure it's like game defining, so I'd give it like a six and a half. What are your ratings for the bloodthirst ability, Kenny? Uh, I'm at an eight, okay. um, maybe even eight and a half. Um, like I said, it's it defines him. 
like there's multiple things that define him as a as a model but i think this is also i mean it's like 1a 1b right um he it's just it's fantastic and i think it also plays into the ability like because it raises his base temporary health up to up five points Mm -hmm. so if if i'm reading that correctly and maybe this is now a, a new question if I've got a level two physique and he is leeched throughout the game and he's got a 21 base health and you bring him down to 16, can I spend a fate to heal back up to 21? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait. His leech ability can temporarily raise his base. Yeah, it says temporarily raise his base health up to five health points until he dies. So I have t- my base health is now 21 instead of 16 until he dies if he goes down to 10 or goes down to 16 points i should be able to spend a fate to heal back up to 21 mm-hmm. that's how i'm mm-hmm. reading it that's how i've played it uh and nobody has stopped me boy that'd make me mad <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just i w- i just didn't I, I never thought of it that way and it's one of those like on the table you're like fuck but this is. Uh, I'm also going to give this an eight. I, I think it's a phenomenal <laughs> ability. Here's, so I would love for somebody to a, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I there was only one rules question thread I could find about bloodthirst, um, which didn't specifically answer this. So I think I agree with you. If he, you know, gains max health due to his leech ability, that that base health would stay until he dies. That's the way I read it. And then when he dies, it goes back to so like, like if you kill me, I go back to 16 and I got to start over. Right. But if you have less than your max health, let's say that you've raised it to 18 through leeching twice and now you take 5 damage, you're down to 13. Mm-hmm. You hit someone in leech. I assume you do not gain a base health. You would just go to 14 in that instance and your max health would stay at 18. You wouldn't uh... go 14 and 19. But it doesn't See, say exactly it how it can raise his base health up. Do you have to be at full health it, when you yeah, when say. you leech someone to then raise your base health? That's my assumption, but uh, that's a great question. What, what was yeah, your see, assumption I, with reading that? I read it the other way. I read it that it doesn't matter if I'm at one hit point or 16 hit points that my temporary health goes up. Um, so, so yeah, that's I'm going to I'm going to call shenanigans on the re- the wording. Fazil's leech can temporarily raise his base health. Well, that's great. Does it? And if so, how? <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is good. So we are doing this in real time where we're asking these questions um, that people either a just assume or they just don't ask because we are we get into the crunchy words. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that this ability could do something. <laughs> what does it actually do? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> so we are we are all just here hypothesizing about words. Yes. But yeah, well, no, do, I've, do I've words mean anything that way. <laughs> you played it that when your max when your health did not equal your max health and you hit yes. someone and leached to damage, you played that that also raised your max health by one. Yes. I've play, I've played it that way and I've played it um when when you kill a model with him in Tomas, you heal. Said so I've healed myself up as well. I've always played it that way because um, that's how I read it, and I never really thought to like verbalize how I was, how I was reading it because I just assumed like oh it can temporarily raise his health. It doesn't matter if I'm already at max health or not. Um, because it can always. Huh. 
Okay. Because it can. So if I'm at if I'm at <laughs> it, it if may. I'm at fourteen out of sixteen, and I kill a model, and I leech, I go from, uh, and I've already done. I'm at eight. I'm at my temporary base health is eighteen. Mm-hmm. I kill a model. I heal one from the leech. My temporary health goes up to nineteen. I roll my heal. You mean your Tomas. base health. My base health goes up to nineteen. I roll my heal for Tomas. I heal all the way up to nineteen, and then I level up and go to twenty-one. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Someone out there, tell us uh, what the rule is and where we can find it. Uh, moving on. Cool. Level three active ability: tendrils of death. One action point and a fate. D three plus one enemies within three hexes. Take two true damage. Fazil heals for the amount equal to the damage caused. So there are three people within three hexes, and he rolls well. He could do six true damage and then heal six. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the low end, he's going to do two damage and heal two. Uh, I'll start off with this one. Uh, I do not in any way, shape, or form think this is a reason to get Fazil to level three. I think the main reason you would want to get him to level three is for the two extra hit points, to be honest. Um, is this a bad ability? No. It's one I would I would consider using. Uh, however, if I am going to use this ability, it probably means I'm within range of several. Hopefully I can kill someone without needing to roll dice. Like That's what I use uh, love to do these abilities for. If I'm already next to someone, I probably just hit them instead and I leech and I gain my health back off of that. Um, I don't know. I think it's nice to have, but it's nothing I'm going to count on him uh, using actively. It would be as situations arise. So for that reason, this is going to be uh, probably a three. It's a three. Jeremy, what are your thoughts? My thoughts is this is not a grenade. That's range four, pushes my models, and does three damage to every motherfucker. So, no, um, I'm putting this as a three as well. Maybe even a two and a half. So, yeah. I mean, and clear- this costs AP as well to get out of here. Clearly, the devs think this is a supremely effective ability because it costs an AP and a fate, right? And, and that, I'm I taking guess, that into yeah. account with my rating. Like, if it didn't cost an AP and a fate, mm-hmm. then obviously it's a lot better. But go ahead, Kenny, what are your thoughts? Um,. I'm low as well. I'll I'll get to that at the end. I would be much higher, and I think this would be much better, is since it costs an AP and a fate, if it just did all enemy all enemies within three hexes, not just D three plus one. Um, there are a couple things that I would like to see this change because we've talked about before how level three abilities are supposed to be these powerful these powerful things, um, and some of them, the more I've looked at, at them, they seem a little lackluster. Um, one of them this one i think is also one of them it's short on the hexes um it's d3 plus one and it's only two true damage for the fate and the ap um i understand it's true damage and he also heals off of it so i think it's okay um because i talked about earlier what i think is okay is between a four and a six so i'm gonna give it a four um it would go to a six or seven if it was either just all enemies within three or D three plus one or D three plus, um, or multi- more than just two, like, you know, two models within like four hexes. Um, cause I, I, I mean, three hexes is, I mean, it's a big area, but I think for an AP and a fate, it might be just a little bit too small of an area. Um, 
and for I, that i'm that's where i'm giving it a four it's okay but it's not i don't think it's 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 not why i'm leveling him up to level three and now it can be great like i've used it before where i've got three models with it and i'm like oh well i i did six damage i healed six and move mm-hmm. on about my day but i can also just spend an ap and a fate to guarantee that i get five health yep if i, I need to say health, that i think it's hard to effectively <clears throat> balance an aoe ability Right, it's either going That's to be fair. super underwhelming against one model, or super overwhelming if it hits four models. Like, what if it did D three plus one true damage? You're like, eh, it's a small change, whatever. So now I'm going to do an average average of three instead of two to one model. Okay, great. But if I hit four models, that's like up to sixteen damage, which is just stupid and insane. Mm-hmm. So I think it's hard to to effectively balance, and and I'm glad that. I think it's a little underpowered and I would keep it there as opposed to <laughs> yeah. AOE abilities being overpowered. Um, now, again, he walks into four people and does this. It's it's great, right? I'm not saying it's a bad ability. Um, anyway. Okay. Uh, so that's Fazil in a nutshell. Let's take a second and talk about both uh, his best home and then some artifacts. Kenny, you played him in Tomas. Talk about that. Uh, avatar bonus. Should oh, we talk about that? Oh yeah, we not. should probably hit that avatar bonus. Yeah, that's important. Okay, it's a, it's a doozy. Do it. Uh, his avatar bonus: when you call the effigy power, Fazil permanently gains relentless charge. This model gains plus one movement and plus one melee when resolving a charge action. This is important because he is a mounted model, and I don't know if we talked that much about mounted. Uh, a mounted model gets plus one to their melee and plus one to their damage when they char- on their charge action. Well, now he also gets another plus one to his melee and plus one to his movement. And this is a model that also has dash. He's going to get places. He's going to kill shit. I knew he had an extra <laughs> movement. I was going to remember why. <laughs> yeah, that's why. It is when you call the effigy power, if you've got Fazil on the table, Fazil has a potential... To I think I've had him just outright win a game for me on his on his effigy turn. So he will uh, move he, seven squares. He yes, without um, any artifacts. Without any artifacts, um, and then I he'll punch you. Charge, yeah, yeah, and then he'll punch you with nine dice a, a or minimum, nine, nine melee. Minimum nine melee. Uh, that's without a Vorpal blade. That's without getting help from another model. Sure. Um, so then he's all of a sudden now Zanja with more damage. Potentially. I, I mean, mean she, she's got she'll crit twice two two D six. I mean, it all depends on dice rolls, right? He'll decap. They're essentially right. the same, right? They're assassins, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And he he just he just kills shit. He kills shit good. Uh we've talked about the models that do that before. Um but the the good thing about him is also when you're getting that avatar bonus. You're on your effigy turn. It's your virtuoso turn. Uh, your combat maneuvers are reduced by one side. So this is where the decap comes in, where we talk about uh, then it's just a J and a fate. So if I roll a J and a fate, it's a lot easier to do that. If I rolled a J, I'm probably getting at least a solid anyway. Most of the times when I've rolled a J, it's I'm rolling in on a crit. So I'm doing uh, six damage on a charge. I I decap you, take 12. It's It's pretty good. Cool. So what do you rate this for an avatar bonus in its own category or whatever? Like, uh, is this one average? Better than average? <clears throat> I'd have to go back and look at some of the other ones. Now I'm going to brain fart about which, what some of them are. But I would say this one's above average 
it is probably well above average. Um, mm, I would not say well above. Like, of the six avatars, I think he has a very useful avatar bonus, uh, but I would probably rate it as average. Like, he'd be in number three or four if I was ranking them. Just offhand, Bastions is better. Like, you will call Torin's EP just to reduce Prayer of Fate. To, it permanently it eliminates the fate requirement of that ability. Right. Uh, I probably called it the wrong name. But, like, I've known people just to call it just so they could not spend a fate to heal with Bastion, which is something he does very well. Like, okay. that is an insane avatar bonus. Uh, Zanya's uh, one free reroll a turn. Like, would I rather have a free reroll or plus one move, plus one mail? Like... I don't know. I think I'd rather have the, I'd the, re-roll. the free re-roll. Yeah. Right. So if there's only the six one. out there and he's not one or two. He is by definition somewhere in the bottom four. I mm. don't know if Bastions is better, but. Oh, well, you're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> cool. Man, you and my wife. Uh, the same thing. <laughs> hey, we got five. something common. It's a five. Five. So, Jeremy, uh, he has an ability on his cards. That's called Undead. Would you like to talk about that and your opinions? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I think that his kit keeps him alive as long as it can. Um, but I think what's important is he puts on diamond armor, gains as much fucking health as he possibly can, or he explodes like a dying star and hands out uh, uh, souls. So his deal is when he dies, it'll give a soul to your opponents and it puts it on their effigy so you can't get it back. Um, he also cannot contest shrines. He can he can take some of your uh, fate away if he's controlling yours, but he doesn't gain fate. Um, he can't actually soul harvest. He can blow up souls. So like his game is his own game. Like he's playing his own thing. Um, he can't even collect your soul. Like, if he kills a guy, then it goes to whoever's closest. So sometimes it'll go to a victim stat character on accident. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so that's what I can tell you about Undead. Okay. Uh, what I'll say about Undead is I don't think it's viable to have two or more Undead models on the table at a time. Uh, it starts becoming a problem. The good thing about Fazil is that, yeah, you can charge in, kill a model... Uh, at the end of a turn, that he probably survives the clapback for the one. You can kill another model, and before he dies, he's collected two souls for the one he's going to give up. That's that's a good good series of events. Uh, when you start getting into two undead models, and because I tried it, I was running it and it sucked. Like I, it was it was feels bad for like three games in a row, where I was playing like Zim and Fazil, uh, and I was just getting wrecked. Like, well, okay, Zim dies, and then I lose a soul, and then Fazio does some stuff, and then he dies, and I lose a soul, and there's no way for me to get it that back. Um, but with Fazio, I feel like I've got a little bit more um, agency because you because his health pool can get to be as large as it is. But I, I don't, in this current game, unless Undead changes, I don't know if you can play two models that are Undead at the same time. And it's sad because I love playing Undead. Fair. Uh, I'm not sure I agree. I'm not sure I have any uh, experience to be able to effectively disagree, so we'll just table that. Cool. Um, so, artifacts that would go with him? You can't put him in any other god, so we can talk about artifacts. Mm, you can put him in any god. You can, well, and a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, true. yeah. there's true, a lot true, of true. good combos you can make just with Fazil as your damage dealer, so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, consider yeah. playing I him anywhere. Misspoke. But for artifacts, uh, you talked about diamond armor already. I think we can just mm-hmm. move on past that. Would you consider anything else defensive? Say, would you consider Bloodsucker to double up on his leech? Uh, I don't think you can. Why not? Because I don't think you can... I thought there was something that said that you can't take... It cannot stack with other leech. Yeah, it's on the actual card itself. Yeah, but it would replace his initial leech, would it not? Um, It doesn't stack. I would assume you could choose to have leech 2 instead of leech 1. I I personally... I mean, even if that does work that way, I wouldn't take it because he's already got leech built in. Okay. He's like, yeah, it's leech 1, but it's already built in. And if I'm taking a defensive item... Um, I would rather take Rika Teleportation, I would rather take Diamond Armor, I would rather take Boots of Agility, Bracers, Gift of the Gods, Elixir of Health, um, I'd rather take all of those things. Elixir of Life, but close enough. Or, hell yeah, Life, there we go. Okay, Which Jeremy, is how offense- you alive. Yeah, offensively, what would you, uh, want to put on a Fazil? Um, I think I've ran him with the Vorpal before, um... I like putting his stats up there that way. If he's standing next to somebody, he doesn't have to charge. He'll just cut their head off anyway. Um, definitely helps with that. Okay. I could obviously also see Armor Shredder or Boots of Uh Like, he does damage times two, right? So, effectively, Armor Shredder is going to end up being two extra damage every time you hit someone with res and decap them, right? Um, so, obviously, depending on what my opponent has in front of them, but... Uh, a, a great way to make him very sad is to make his damage cap at three. Um, like if you're going into a bunch of res two tanks. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So armor shredder could be very effective in dealing with that. And then I think every model in the game benefits from boots. Uh, I just wonder how uh, awesome it could be on a model that already moves halfway across the board. So we talked about he he hits, he moves seven after the effigy power is <coughs> called. Uh, on a charge. What if that was eight? Like, at some point, it just gets too stupid where you're not getting any actual returns out of it. Um, but there are definitely times, like, when you respawn uh, where it's nice to be able to, to get back into the fight quicker. So I would always consider that, depending on the game state. Gendrus will give him plus one and Pathfinder. We'll use that now that we know <laughs> that tech is hot. Oh, hell yeah. Nine. Oh. <laughs> Here he comes! Here he comes! Cool. All right. Um, anything else we want to talk about uh, this undead night of mystery? Um, no, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about the, the model hotness rating, because that's what I was excited about. Ooh, okay, model hotness. there you go. <laughs> so you go. the, the model aesthetics. Kenny, go ahead. I want to. This is the model that I told Aaron I would tussle over. This was the model <laughs> that when I saw it at the table, when we went and looked at the booth, I picked it up immediately. And then I asked, can I touch this <laughs> after I already picked it up? Because I was in, I was enthralled with how the model looked. It was, it's amazing. The model's a 10. It got me into the game. It's what got me – it got me excited for the game. It was the first model that I painted, and I painted it all the way in like a day and a half. Uh, Damn. You guys saw it. I painted it, brought it – like I said, look. I'm like, I'm going to touch it up tomorrow, and I touched it up tomorrow, and I was back at the store again the next day with a fully painted Fazil. Um, that was the one day uh, since we've met Kenny that I've been proud of you. Well, I, I live my life trying to make you proud of me. <laughs> but oh my God. Uh, you, your son and I have that in common. <laughs> um, anyway, it's uh, this is the model that I said I would. This was my 
what, super sexy hotness rating of 10. Yep. Uh, I think I even said, you know, I dialed it up to 11 because it said that little extra. Yeah. I won't yep. say any more about it. I'll stop gushing over the over Fazil. What do you think, Aaron? What, what's, what's that fella at for you? He's at like a 7. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing bad about the model. I always find it interesting when you when you try to put uh, things like horses on the same hex that you have a human, same size hex, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I think they solved that very well with the uh, with the the rising, you know, the the pose the horses in, so you're able to, you know, fit more into a the same horizontal width. However, the horse is still a little small; like it should be a little bigger. Uh, or actually, I think the entire model is scaled down. Right? I think that his actual mm-hmm. The undead person on on top of it. If you were to take him off the horse and put him on his own hex, he'd be really small. And I think all of that was necessary to make them fit on the hex. So super kudos to making a model that does not have overhang out the ass. Thank you, uh, creature caster. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just seems a little off because of that. So I do not dislike the model, but it's not a ten for me. But it's it's still very solid seven. I'm going to give it a nine. And that's because the silhouette is fucking fantastic. Um, it has a really creepy vibe to it. It's very dark. It's very cool. It's it's a cool skeleton horse. And when I painted it and picked out little parts, and I just kept finding cool little things and features on it. Um, and yeah, man, I think it's one of the cooler models of the range. Nine. If cool. uh, Aaron mentioned that, if I could get that model scaled up, even just a little bit, I would pay probably a stupid amount of money, and then I would probably pay an even dumber amount of money for someone to paint it for me. Because at that point, I'm like, I got my Fazil, but then I want this Fazil. So if it was like a version one level model in resin, I would, I would probably be, I would, I would do the meme of shut up and take my money. Like, what? How much is it? Here's my wallet. I threw it at you. Now give me the model. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, I think we can agree it's a pretty cool looking model. I love it. I want to hear more. Like when I know when Guns was on, he was talking about the um, backstory of some of these models. I would like to know mm-hmm. more. This was this would be a model that I want to know more about. Cool. Well, um, we are again running a little long, so we'll go very quickly over our champions and peasants. I will start on that. Um, I'm going to call myself my own peasant. I fucking lost all my games this week. And it wasn't because Donegar sucks. It's because I suck and forgot to turn him on. Um, that was completely my bad. Uh, my uh, champion, though, was definitely Zeron. Um, there was a giant monster demon that kept trying to fuck with me. And thank God my little fellow collected souls and kept placing a skeleton very close to that asshole that saved my life the entire game. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at with it. Do you have one, Kenny? Uh, my champion this week was Brock. In two of my games, I used Brock with a Hunter's Knife to basically just one shot on turn two, a Kanak Mara. Um, I would move Don Regar up, stone form, right in front of a Kanak Mara, so he comes to my side, comes towards me, Brock right behind him. My first act- action, activate Brock, pop the knife, kill it, gain the fate. Um, I've been doing it more and yep. more. Um, I love killing monsters. I love killing monsters with Brock. It is a strategy that I've always used, uh, where I will count out how close do I need to be at the end of the turn to have that monster come towards me because I'm not afraid 
because I plan for it of a tier four monster in my face. Uh, and I do it a lot. So Brock has been my, my go-to for that. He's my champion this week because he did it. Actually, no, he did it three times. He did it in the game with Richard and he did it twice this weekend. Who has failed you? Uh, Marcus has kind of failed me. He, it's, this is two weeks in a row for Marcus where I think Marcus might get the boot. Uh, the only problem is <laughs> you keep saying that. I know the the problem that I have is that Don Rigar gets banned. I don't have a backup. Maybe I go to Thrommel. Maybe I should try Thrommel for a while. Um, but Marcus has not just he has not done it for me. Every time I put him yeah. on the table, I'm like I anyone else. I wish you were anyone else. <laughs> Such hate. Yeah, he's not getting a lot of love, and I know a lot of people love him, and he's in a lot of places. Maybe it's I'm misusing him in um, in Ista. Maybe Ista is just not a place where he wants to be because he does some cute yeah. stuff. Like he'll drop a wall down. He'll do this. He'll do that. But then at the end of the day, every time I, I find myself like, oh, I, I'm rolling five dice and I want to knock this model down. Oh, man, I, I blank out or I don't get a side. I just, you just don't get it. And I'm like, well, and that seems to happen. It seems to, I, I mean, I, it, it, in my head, it seems to happen more often than not, but it's probably 50, 50. You're probably asking a lot from him, honestly. Probably. He's just a fella, just, just a little a, fella with some armor. Just a guy with a cool shield. Yep. All right, Aaron. Uh, champion of the week is Thorgar. Uh, oh, dude never lets me down, man. Uh, <laughs> never I mean, once. He seriously let me down my last game, <laughs> but, uh, overall I can't remember the last time I've let Thorgar die. Uh, I'm sure someone's going to type as soon as they listen to this, be like, uh, two days ago, man. But yeah, like if you just ever want him to get in and get damage, like my Thorgar routinely, uh, over the past week, uh, has been ending the game on like two souls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just constantly doing good work. Just have to really be careful where you, where you, where and when you would enrage him. Yeah. Um, my peasant is Sonya. It seems like she's been the peasant more than, more often than God not. damn. Yeah, uh, as, as as good as Thorgar has done for me, Zanya has done the the opposite. Like, uh, you straight up <clears throat> started the loss in the game against Corey just by like completely whiffing on the monster kill. Failed two soul harvests. Uh, yeah, did a whole lot of absolutely nothing all game, which is not what you want your beautiful avatar to do. So Boo. clearly, I need to play her better. But uh, until I do, <laughs> she was my peasant. Gotcha. Anything else? All right, well, go to the uh, tournament in June. What, what was that again? What was that tournament? CanadaCon, I believe. We got CanadaCon. CanucCon. The CanucMericon. And then we have, a, we have our tournament April, what is it, 27th? Yep. And then we're also planning on trying to get something done for Show Me Showdown in oh, August. So look that up. Wait, I, yeah, yeah. Wait, I want... One reattack. Uh, we got to put on tinfoil hats because uh, Peter spoiled that there will be something for everyone who's attending Adepticon. Oh, yeah. Last, yeah, I saw last that. year, everyone got an alt sculpt Allendeer. Uh, this year, they're getting question mark. The only thing he said <laughs> is that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Some people will like it. Some people won't. With that, Oh, what? No. It's a Vujasha. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, nobody wants a fucking Vujasha. What do Sorry. you 
gentlemen think is going to be the Adepticon giveaway. Mm. Huh. I would love to see it to be um, one of the uh, sculpts that's in the starter boxes. There's some, to me, if they're going to, if they have any failures to me, I I don't care for all of those models. I would love it to be a um, Zeron. Like I, if if I could pick one that I would I would want a new sculpt for it would be Zeron and his little soul, his little skeletons. Kenny, um, is there any model that does anything with T? Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been super interesting. I don't believe so. Like, my first thing was like, is this a riddle? Because I'm stupid. I don't. <laughs> no, like I don't riddles. think it's a riddle. I think it was just honestly, some people won't like it. Some people will. Um. That leads me to believe that it is probably more aesthetic, and we won't know. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say we'll probably get an alt sculpt for. Uh, they've already got one for Isabel. I would imagine they wouldn't do anything for any of the new models. Um, let's go an alternate one for Don Regar. I like that one though. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, it's kind of plain for me, but I mean, it's fine. It just kind of, it's kind of plain. I am going to say it's not going to be an alt sculpt hero. I think, and the reason I think this is because I just finished painting my 16 large menagerie of monsters. I think it will be a monster token set. Monster Mm. token set. I think they're going to release small 3d tokens that represent the monsters in the game specifically for use at large-scale conventions so people don't have to buy 16 canucks terras bajashas etc they can buy these token sets and then put the tokens to represent the monsters i think they've alluded to that in the past and i think it's going to be what is revealed at adepticon and will be the giveaway that's spicy um, I think that um, he, you know what? They just need to give us a handful of Canuck Maras, and that would be fine. <laughs> would that be fine? Maybe be fine. they release I'd be happy the. With that. What was the one we saw at LVO? The the Australian Osmera? the yeah. Osmera. I guarantee. What would be the? They're, they're not going to give that away. The no. Of that. Yeah. The Missouri <laughs> version of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a chupacabra with the Columba the Columba Mara. That's, that's uh, cross eyed with a meth pipe. Yeah, I'm about to say it's gonna be the meth <laughs> mara is what I was gonna say. <laughs> Smoke them up, Amara. Yeah. Standing oh standing next to a big lake. All right, so you got our guesses. We'll see what happens next time. Uh thanks for listening. It's been super fun yet again. Uh this is Jeremy. I'm out. This is Kenny. Have a good one. And Aaron, goodbye. Bye.
ました。